You're listening to the PTO Unlimited Podcast. Welcome back to the PTO Unlimited Podcast. My name is Brett, and this is episode 160, 160. Josh and Alex are not here, but I do have people to fill in for them. So here with me today is my two friends from work, uh, Dylan. Dylan, hi. This is Dylan. And Dalen. Hi, this is Dalen. Does anybody ever make fun of you guys for having similar names? No, they just call me Dylan all the time. They call you Dylan? Yes. And me, Dalen. People call me Brent. That's not bad. No, but there's no N. But hmm. is there somebody there that there's nobody there that has the name Brent? Yeah, there is. There's there's a new guy. Uh, his name is Brent. <laughs> anyway, are there um, two T's in your name? Yeah, there are. Okay, I've never noticed. So we're gonna just jump right in here. Um, I've I've I wrote down some stuff, and I have something that I know you two will appreciate. I did not tell you about this today for this very reason. Mm. I wanted natural reactions. Yesterday, I saw Endgame. Oh, okay. And first of all, I didn't see it because I wanted to. Uh, about about 9 o'clock in the morning, my power went out. Why? And, uh, well, I don't know, but, oh. but it was out <laughs> all over the place, at least this side of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay. Well, this is boring. So I I, I went and ran, ran some errands, got back. It was still off at noon. So at 1230, I'm like, well, I guess I could go see a movie. And so I looked at the listings like, these movies are crap. In-game, in-game, in-game. It was pretty much, it was just a bunch of crap I'd never heard of. Detective Pikachu and Endgame. Long shot. I hear that's good. Long shot? It's How many? A- Romantic comedy. This was. Oh yesterday? yeah, that's with Rogan. This right. was yesterday. Yesterday, there were op- still openings for Endgame. I mean, oh I yeah, it's been out oh, for two I'm weeks. Sure. But Captain Marvel's still in. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, yeah. no, I meant seating. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was pl- They were they were still on at least two screens. Huh. At uh, I went to AMC North. Wow. But anyway, so I saw it and I liked it. But you're coming from somebody who's seen. Or at least cared about a couple of Marvel films. I've seen the Iron Man's, and the first Avengers, and uh, the last year Infinity War. Okay, that's that, it. Nothing that's else. pretty much it. So I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, I knew what was gonna happen. I knew about the thing at the end with oh, that was. Are sad. we doing spoilers right now? I, we probably better not do spoilers. But what I what I and I even I I, f- I could follow it much better than I could Infinity War because I had no idea who some of the people were in mm-hmm. Infinity War like the the cap both of Captain America's friends the Falcon dude and what is it Winter Soldier I had no idea who those were, um, but uh the 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 red girl the girl with the red Scarlet Witch who is that Scarlet Witch what is, what what where is she from <laughs> like who is she with. She comes from Age of Ultron, doesn't she? Yeah, she, her, and her brother, um, were made by experiments using. Was the her brother stone. that Vision dude? No. <laughs> um, her brother was Quicksilver, who died in Age of Ultron, which you 
didn't see? I did not. Okay, then you don't even know he exists. He's like one of the Marvel equivalents of Flash. But oh, he died in one okay. movie, so he didn't get much screen time. Um, so uh, it was. It really threw me off because I did not expect the part at the beginning where they find Thanos. And just like, yeah. And when they just do all bam, the, you know? Yeah. So w- without any spoilers, um, it was very sad. No wonder people were crying in the theaters because it, it was a... Uh, it I, pulled the heartstrings. I told you I cried several times. Yeah. Several even, times. What, what got me the most were, I think, the at the end when Morgan is sitting with Happy mm-hmm. and she asks he, for, he asked for cheeseburgers. Yep. Yeah, that part was. And you got that reference, right? The oh, throwback. Yeah. oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So do you all have anything? Uh, this is your platform to talk about Endgame without spoilers. Without I know spoilers. you've had a lot to say about it at work, and I couldn't contribute, but. Um, whatever. I will say, without having seen a lot of the movies, you won't you won't quite get a lot of the references that they make because uh, there's a lot of scenes where it's just throwbacks to previous movies, like an homage to um, just their work that they've done. So yeah. there's a specific elevator scene that I remember, without spoilers, I suppose, that is a, a huge throwback to both the comics and a big scene in um, Captain America: Winter Soldier. And like I, I freaked out during it because I'm a Marvel nerd, and so does my friend who I watched it with. But somebody who hadn't seen him wouldn't recognize that. Yeah, Dylan. Hmm. I was asked a question at work. I can't remember who asked it, but they asked if it was my favorite of the of the whole twenty all twenty two. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you have to when you're talking about favorites, especially when it comes to that movie, I think you have to specify because that was. That movie couldn't exist without any of the other ones. Exactly. And how you said it wasn't no homage of basically all the other Marvel movies. It's, you know, you take little pieces of all the other ones and put it together. Right. Um, I think it had a a much more serious tone. Sure. Which is kind of why it pulled on the heartstrings, but it definitely, had a, a much more serious... T- I think it was a, more of a serious movie than it was fun. Yeah. And I guess when I look, I, again, not seeing most, almost all of them, when you consider 22 movies from 2008 to 2019, and yet they're all connected, that's really... And I've been pretty... I've been very critical of Disney and their kind of strategy behind these movies but that's really good filmmaking to be able to tie that many movies together and end it on that kind of huge stage so i don't i don't know if i agree because i i think disney and this is just me being cynical they kind of brainwash you into going to the theater 22 times and sometimes some people going multiple times for per movie per movie exactly it's it's a brilliant cash grab, even though it's but it's not crap quality. You know, Mm-mm. it's good stuff, and that's why they're making they're printing money right now, Disney. Mm-hmm. And they'll, you know, I don't know what their plans are for the future of the MCU, but you do have a Nick Fury movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Nick or Nick Nick Sam Jones Sam Jones. What am I talking about? Samuel Samuel L. Jackson is seventy years old, so you know it's got to be a prequel. Mm-hmm. And then the Black Widow movie. It's got to be a prequel as well. Without. It, well, yes. And what's 
interesting about that is if they do that, it it's kind of close to what they did with Star Wars. Don't even don't don't compare the two. And I know I've said and I've said it on the show, Rogue One is great, Han Solo or Solo is okay. You know, so they they have not misstepped with Marvel and I hope they don't either with or as they continue to go on. They've got quite a few movies coming out, like Spider Man Homecoming, which is next. That's that is and that continues. It doesn't mm-hmm. obviously go go prequel but you're right i forgot about that and i'm sure there'll be more you know because black panther is going to get a sequel oh yeah most definitely so it made just a ton of money so and then i mean they have a really good base to go off of people who make movies right now and they want to make a trilogy like what was it the split trilogy that came out there's Mm -hmm. not a lot oh yes coming off that and that's just three movies and i feel like they didn't connect super well it was just like little tiny things if you hadn't seen the others like i i hadn't i'd seen Split and Unbra- then Unbreakables first. I, I've never mm-hmm. seen Unbreakable. Right, right. And um, they don't have something to work off of, at least not that I know of. But like Marvel has years and years of rebooted comic books to come from, sure. and they can do whatever they want with it. And they've got all the time and the money to do whatever they want. Yeah, because at this point, I mean, even even five years ago or seven years ago, people or are just it's it's a given that the Marvel fans they will will go see Oh yeah, they a have Marvel a huge movie. fan base too, which is a different another thing that's different from that split trilogy. Right. Like I'm not going to go see the next split movie just cuz it's split. I'm going to see if it gets good reviews, but not going to lie, if another Marvel movie comes out, like I'm going to go see Spider-Man oh, Far From Home. I might have said Homecoming first, but probably like twice. It is Far From Home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's, I guess, all I have to say. Um, there were probably 20 of us in the theater. It was a smaller theater, but I wasn't alone. I'm kind of surprised that you had at least, w- what theater was it? AMC on North DuPont. I, I'm kind of surprised you had 20 people still, because it's been out for... I'd, I'd bet more than half weeks? of them have seen it at least twice. Probably. Like, Did did people applause at the end? Oh, yeah. Most oh, definitely. Yeah. People were crying. I mean, there were There was... A few people clapped, but I'm like, that's kind of, I didn't clap. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't, you know, I, I, I wasn't as em- emotionally invested through the entire I mean, thing. that that's going to be a, lo- a lot of the actor's last performance in a oh, Marvel yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever applauded at the end of a movie. Well, it just takes a certain type. My girlfriend um, would not talk to me if I was a movie clapper. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's just a thing. I mean, if the actors were in there and I was at like the opening scene, like the the night of, then I'd probably clap just because it's like clapping for them, not so much for the movie. You'd probably get pressured into it. I mean, everyone else in the theater on opening night was probably going to clap. If Robert Downey Jr. is in the theater while I'm watching it, okay, I'm going to clap. That's standing O. That's, yeah. You know? Well, it's not like they're going to rerun the movie, so you might as well just <laughs> sit down and clap. I mean. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I actually meant to open with this, but. Do you guys, you are what I consider the YouTube generation. And what I mean by that is, um, well, before I get to that, I have mentioned on this show how you guys are way younger than me. And honestly, you're probably outside of this show's demographic by a few years. Meaning that I think I consider this show's demographic to be 25 to 40. Mm-hmm. You know, and just you guys, because of some of the references you yeah, guys make. Yeah, you and yeah. we are all 30 now. So you guys are 21. Mm-hmm. So what I want to know is, I know you watch YouTube, but do you watch TV? Nope. No. So you don't have, like, 
cable subscription. I think I have an antenna on the back of my TV. That's it. <laughs> okay, so you could get the over-the-air stations. So that's interesting that you say that because on Saturday we were we were at work on Saturday, mm-hmm. and um, AMC was on the the TVs in the break room. Yep. Which is you know what AMC is? Yes, okay. older movies. Well, what was well, so the Godfather was playing. I've never seen The Godfather. I'm sorry? But have you seen it? No, but somebody like you would have definitely seen it. I, I should have seen it because I like mob movies, but that's just one that I've never seen. But what was interesting about it is that there happened to be a scene, and it ended up being like a love scene, and the chick was topless. And they showed it on AMC, and I'm pretty sure it was not edited. Like, it wasn't blurred or anything. I was just standing there because I just got in there. I'm like, in the break room. <laughs> yeah, is it like this is AMC? Why are they showing nudity? Mm-hmm. You know, I really didn't get it. Hmm. And I thought, I I don't know why this is happening because this is like Saturday at noon. You know, this isn't Saturday night at 11 p.m. or whatever. But I just uh, I just saw that and it really surprised the hell out of me. Now, was that one movie? Because I remembered we had seen it. Yes. 9 a.m. and then 12, yeah, whenever we went back in there when, a second time. So I checked. I happened to check the listing, and it's when it's on TV, edited for commercials, whatever, it's four hours long. So I'm not sure what time it started, but, yeah, it was on a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, since we're talking about it, I can't really watch movies on TV because it. I just can't stand the editing. I can't stand commercials. I don't watch a lot of TV either because I hate commercials. But the editing is, is worse, and it sounds Like terrible. language and... Yes, especially if it's a comedy, like an R-rated comedy. They cut out all the profanity, which is the funny part. It, it's because that's how they made it. Yes. Like, why Why would you cut it out? So, Except for songs I mean, on not, the radio, I can't stand when they oh, cut out the, profanity. The, the clean versions. Yeah. yeah. Just um, as bad. And it's not to say that that's the only funny parts, but those are, are definitely the funny parts. It's in there know? for a reason, I feel like, yeah. So... What, what is also annoying about that is any movie that I see on TV, I probably own, but it's easier just to have it presented to you rather than going and looking for it. Does that make sense? So there's there's times when, and again, you guys don't have this because you don't watch TV, but I'll be just scrolling to see what's on and like, oh, a movie I really like is on. Well, I'm not doing anything. I'll watch it for a little bit. But then I'm like, well, I could just have easily gone to my digital collection and and bam, there I am on that movie unedited. What you, kind of movies are we talking about? Uh, like, like, okay, so there's there's some movies, no matter what, I could watch at any time. Like Gone in 60 Seconds is one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jurassic Park mm-hmm. is one. So there's just a, a handful of movies that... You I own these? Just, I own them, sure. But I, if they... I don't think, hey, I want to watch that movie. It just happens to be on. I'm like, oh, it's bam, it's right there for me. It's it's a stupid mind trick, I guess, you know, because I'm like, if if I could decide, yeah, I want to watch that movie instead of watching it on, you know, FX. I could go to my digital collection and start it up there, but it's just different, and I I can't explain it. You prefer on the TV. Only because it's already chosen for me. That's why I'm saying it makes no sense that I'm thinking like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. It's edited, but I've seen it enough times I can get around that. 
especially my favorite movie, The Punisher. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's on TV, I can stop and watch it. But and you know, it's not edited as much because there wasn't that much profanity in it. It was mostly for violence, which they edit out some. But you know, I've seen it a hundred times though, so I'm not forgetting anything that they're cutting out. So that's why I just bam, I'll land on it and watch it for a while. Was the only reason that you'd watch it is because. Like you said, it's like it's they're there. choosing it it's for you. Right, or? exactly. It's right in front of me. I didn't have to think about it. It's just okay. What about the commercials? Because you said you don't like them, right? I don't but like them. So that's you sit a bathroom the break. Commercials that, that's that. a time to check your phone. That's yeah, popcorn. What I'll do is if I've done all that, I will. I'll usually try to find a backup something, and I just hit the recall button. So I flip between the stations. Hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I do it that way. Because oftentimes I'm like, yeah, I want to watch a movie. And then I go look through my collection. And I'm like, nothing is really speaking to me. You know, when I, I have to choose, it's harder to choose. I can see where you're coming from. So it's just a, a, a goofy thing. But I did want to touch on the. So so what do you guys watch? Are you Netflix? Are you strictly YouTube? Josh watches a ton of YouTube and he's, you know, my age. But mm-hmm. so I was just curious, are you guys only YouTubers or do you just all the streaming services? What do you do? YouTube, Amazon Video, Netflix, Hulu. That's basically was just, that was that three or four? I think uh, the big three are Netflix, Amazon and uh, Hulu. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really it. OK. I was yeah. just curious. I mean, I'm on YouTube kind of a lot, probably as much as Josh would be. Uh, my girlfriend watches Netflix all the time. She's in between like five shows right now waiting for them to be renewed but like yeah. that kind of sucks about netflix because you have to wait like a year for them to for the come season. out sure. yeah and then by then i lose interest so like it comes out i'm like oh okay i'll look, check it out eventually how, how many of these netflix original shows because i mean they're popping out left they, and right how many are, are you watching they're a lot yeah how many is she watching yeah or i mean it, along with both of you I don't really watch much. She watches most of them herself. If they're really good, she'll get me on the couch and we'll both watch them. But I think most of them are Netflix originals because like that whole logo, the Netflix pops right. up in the middle or yeah. in the beginning. A so, lot of them are. So I, <laughs> I'm, I've gotten to the age where it is a bigger stretch for me to take a chance on something new versus just watching something I know I already like. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that because then you do miss out on stuff unless you hear it from a bunch of people that it is good. But, you know, obviously Stranger Things blew my mind when I first watched it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, that's one you, <laughs> you should. So the thing about Netflix is they put out a ton of original content, mm-hmm. but you really only hear about like the five best, Bird box. you know. So but uh, that one, that was the first time I think ever where I told Josh and Alex, I'm like, Stop what you're doing right now and start watching this show because it is amazing. You watch a lot of shows. I I prefer to watch something that I can just crank out. I mean, binge watching basically, but but mm. I don't binge watch in the sense where I, I'll watch a whole season in two days. I just continue on. Sometimes I stop in the middle of an episode. Have you, you said you've seen Daredevil, right? Oh yeah, that's the show that I could watch all three seasons of in a day. Do you feel the same? I can't watch anything all through. I can't go. Okay, that I might have fast, been exaggerating. I could but. watch three to four episodes, sure. Or I could, you know, especially like get home from work and something's good. So you watch the first episode and then you watch, oh, holy crap, I got to go to the second one mm-hmm. and then the third one. So 
I could do that, but I don't know if I could, if I was on a Sunday, if I could watch a show from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. I don't think I could do that. I definitely have before. Oh, that's, that's, sure. that's, that's the way people watch or consume their mm-hmm. programs now. It's, it's, it's on demand. You know, you want it now and you get it now. Well, I'm one of those people that if something doesn't get my attention within the 10 minutes and maybe it's my age, yeah. I don't. I'm just speaking for myself, but if I don't get hooked within the first 10 minutes, I'm not going to watch so any of it. I'm like glad you said that because I could argue that that is your generation. Mm-hmm. You just, the, and it, it sounds derogatory, but I'm not trying to be. Attention spans are short, mm-hmm. you know, but I wouldn't say it's, it's strictly your generation because that's why I almost gave up on Breaking Bad. Because the first season of Breaking Bad for me was, was hard. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is boring, you know. It's just, but then it picks up right after that, and it's it's good all the way through the end. But uh, I've never watched Game of Thrones, but I've heard that as well. It's the first season is a grind, and you just sometimes, like you said, Dylan, if it doesn't grab you, you know, can't do it. I exactly feel like there's I'm too much. My time. There's too much content mm-hmm. out there. If something's not worth your time, there's something else that is exactly. So what okay. what age bracket? Because Twitch is also a streaming service, and Absolutely. I don't watch Twitch. But I thought of it when you said, you know, it's something that our generation. What what age bracket do you think Twitch would? Fall I think in? right now, the people that are watching Twitch are are kids, teenagers, like I don't know, fourteen to to twenty. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the players, I think, are can be any range of ages, oh, you know? Yeah. So it never really occurred to me for entertainment purposes to sit down and watch somebody play a video game. I've heard that so much. Why would you watch when you could just play yourself? Well, and again, you it know, makes sense. it does, but I'm not a 15 year old kid. Maybe that's what they want to watch. I've watched plenty of videos of games of people playing games was because I needed to know how to do something in the game that I was playing. You know, so that's not, you know, a weird thing to me. To, you know, that's what YouTube. That's, I think that's majority of what I use YouTube for is I'm stuck in this game. How do I get past this part? Instead of watching somebody in a playthrough play the entire game for you, I've done that before for certain games. If I don't know if they're good, watch the first couple episodes, and if it it seems good, then I'll go and buy it, and I won't watch anymore until after I finished it. Yeah. But sometimes people's personalities like grab you, and it it can be funny. It can be just entertaining i guess yeah uh i mean you get the right person on and it's it's not just about what they're playing it's them their personality in it um and i think it's only a matter of time before twitch starts doing original programming really yeah just because if if you want to make a dent in in that in the streaming service, you, you have to have original program from all sides. Exactly. YouTube has that now, right? YouTube yes. Red YouTube, or something. I believe they're all doing it. You like YouTube Red? Yes. Um, Hulu's doing original. Amazon and Netflix have been doing it for years. Well, Amazon so. and Netflix, their originals are way different than what YouTube would do because YouTube's like, it's kind of shows, but it's not really a platform for shows. Right. You know, it's just for it's creator based, isn't it? I don't know how their originals are, but that's what the whole platform's all about. 
I don't know either, but I know that they're doing some original stuff. And I, there's there's one that's fairly well known, and I can't even think of what it is right now. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I want to get into. I found a interesting topic, especially since you two are on, because you guys play Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, I found an article today that says Respawn is going to ban moochers. Now I don't know anything about Apex legends but apparently some people will go in there because you have to be part of a team is that correct Mm -hmm. and they will just kind of do the bare minimum and get the experience to level up or whatever yeah do you do you see that a lot in the games that you play i don't because i i 95 percent of the time that i played apex is with dalen yeah and his girl so what I, what is interesting to me about this is, especially to me, because I've never been good at matchmaking, big, you know, lobbies, matchmaking, so... What do you mean by not good? Like getting I, in a I game am, with three, no, four other people? No, I'm not good at it. Like, I am not skilled. Like FPSs? Yes. Okay. So like Halo, Call of Duty. Battlefield. You've never not, played... I've played them, but I, I only played them a little bit because I, it was I never... you got to grow up with it. Like yeah. you got to... Either you got it or you don't. Like, exactly. And you, it, it's not fun for me because I was, you know, single-digit kills, double-digit deaths. Death. Yeah. So what I what I find interesting is how is Respawn going to differentiate between the people who are doing the bare minimum and the people who just aren't good? Just bad, you know? yeah. Could this be just a rumor? Because I, I, um, I believe it was, a, it was out of Engadget, so it's a fairly reputable source. Of of info for this plan that respawn has. It depends on how they do it because some people are just bad. I mean, yeah, you get carried at half. I've I've been on things before. I'm not good by any means, but we win every once in a while. And I've been on ones before where I got one kill and like a couple hundred damage, and the people who are carrying me got like double digit kills, which is a pretty big deal, at least for me playing that game. But other times, I mean. I've helped carry some teams every once in a while. It's just going to be how they go about doing it. Because if I get a thing saying I'm banned for mooching, I'll be very surprised. Yeah. And how could you, how could you single them out? Because like Call of Duty, you know, say you you get zero kills and twenty three deaths in a team death match. That's what are they just going to come out of nowhere and exactly. say you're mooching? Exactly. I mean, there's you want to contribute to the game, obviously, uh, if in some way. And I don't know how they're going to weigh contributing or unable to contribute because you just don't have the skills and you're just there to kind of get what you can get by just being there. They're probably going to look at statistics. Could be. Big, I, I think I was a lot of it is idling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just waiting, camping. But yeah. m- but most games have a built-in, though, you know, you're going to get kicked. Sure. But they're probably going to look at, you know, your – past 15 games if you've only gotten you know no kills no damage anything right and that's the thing the article did not really lay out how they were going to do it but they are planning to do it which is just it made me think you know i feel bad if someone gets booted because they didn't they just aren't good but they like the game it's it's kind of sad i mean in overwatch um i used to play that all the time and if you didn't get damage in it within a certain amount of time you would get kicked like any damage at all because it's you're expected to do some but like sometimes you just you just can't like you just physically 
so are if you able didn't, to, I guess. If you didn't damage other players. Right. I think then, you could walk off the map, and yeah. it, would, it would count as, oh, you're doing something, so we're not going to kick you. But if the map didn't let you walk off of it, it didn't have that option, then uh, you'd have to go to somebody and shoot something and get hit markers on it. I so see. that could be a thing. But like Apex, it's a lot harder because in Overwatch, there's shields, there's all kinds of stuff, like turns that have hit markers. But Apex, it's just people. And I mean, you can die pretty quick with one person coming at you. All right. I never played Overwatch. It didn't... Uh didn't really look like my kind of game, but mm. it's it's matchmaking, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be why. All right. So I've got a little article here that I thought was interesting, based, um, especially since I saw Endgame. But IGN put out an article of the top 25 highest grossing movies domestically, so not globally. And... I bring this up because there were some very interesting titles on here, so I was going to name them off. So, num- we'll start at the bottom. How about that? All right. Number 25. This one kind of it kind of surprised me, but maybe not so much. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I. That was the second new one, correct? That was the second yeah, new I one. Yeah, I don't really see it as a surprising. So... Domestic total gross was almost four hundred eighteen million. Um, did you see it? Yeah, I own it. I hated it. I did not like it as much as I liked the first one. Yeah, because the first one was an origin story and it was really nice. And then you come back. I, not going to spoil it, but I'm, you can. No, it's, it, it's it was last year. Wasn't yeah, it? exactly. It's out. It's it, go right ahead. It, if, I didn't find it entertaining. No, I guess no. I didn't either. It's just the whole. Basically, they they did the same thing with the Indominus Rex to a, a raptor mm-hmm. and terrorize a house. It was just to me, it was stupid. I mean, the the island scene was interesting, but after that, it just kind of fell apart to me. Dalen, did you see it? As you're talking about it, I'm realizing no, I didn't. I saw the one with Chris Pratt training the rappers. Okay, raptors. that was the first one. And yeah, I've seen that one, and I thought that was pretty good. It was decent at least. Yeah. But I haven't seen this one. You don't, don't bother. Okay. In my opinion, don't bother. Number twenty-four, Captain Marvel. Four hundred and twenty. That's kind of surprising. You didn't see it. Nope. It's. Uh, I'm surprised it's not a little bit higher, but it is. It did come out this year, so that's that's pretty good. I think to a lot be, of people come out this year to be on the top twenty-five all time domestically. Oh, I guess that's true. I didn't. I got a lot of hate. I think on at least through my Twitter feed, a lot of people didn't like it as much. Maybe it was just because it was between two big movies, but yeah. I don't know. I will say that in Endgame, Brie Larson's short haircut did not dig it. <laughs> Wasn't uh, She was barely in the movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. This one really surprised me. Number 23, The Lion King from 94, The Animated Lion King, did $422 million total domestic. I can see it. This, wait, this is just in theaters. This is just in the U.S. Or North America, I should say. Right, but is this it's box Total office? Total box office. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, it's an animated Disney movie, and it's not Pixar. When did it come out? 1994. And that is kind of surprising. Yeah. I, if anything, you would think that this new Lion King that's coming out would hit, what, four, I th- 420? I think it 
420, almost 423. You, I would think that that one would definitely hit it just because of how good it looks. And you're, you've already, you know, I've seen Lion King mm-hmm. and I have it or for VHS. I'm, a, right. I can, I'm young, so I don't know exactly, but you could definitely see people coming from that one and being like, oh, there's a new one. It, you know, it's really nice graphics and everything sure. they definitely come they flo- would flock to this one yeah. compared to that one well the the lion king from 94 it's it's my favorite animated disney movie so i was pleased to see that it's on this list because it's just like i said disney didn't get the the pickup or the boost from pixar yet so i was just happy to see that number 22 i don't care about it all i've never the Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest from 06. Demetra uh, did four, 423. And I saw the first Pirates of the Caribbean, and I did not care for it, so I didn't watch any of the rest. I think they're all right movies. Yeah. When did they come out? 06. Yeah, for me, it was whether or not my parents took me to it. Sure, because just, yeah. 06, you were, what, nine? Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to drive myself to the theater and go there. But, I mean, as a kid, I really liked those movies. I don't remember a lot of them now because I haven't seen them for a couple of years. But, I mean, they were they were really cool. Yeah. Just, it's pirates, you know? Sure. Yeah, adventurous. Is right. you're, a, you're a child. I mean, your imagination is crazy. I mean, oh, you sure. could walk in there and think you're a pirate watching a pirate movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Number 21, I don't know anything about these either. The Hunger Games, Catching Fire from 2013, 424 million. I think that's the second one. I thought the first one was pretty good. And then yeah, I think I watched both. New. Are there like, two that was or three? Movie. There's three. There's three, okay. Is the first one just Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Number 20, this one surprised the hell out of me. E.T. the Extraterrestrial, 1982, 435 million. Think of how many, how many people had to go to the movies in 1982. <laughs> yeah. To Is this for inflation adjusted? I don't. I don't think it says that it is. Because I'm I sure ticket, it is, ticket prices crazy. were a lot cheaper then. Right, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. pay like what? Yeah. For an IMAX, I guess there wasn't really IMAX back then, but no. it's like ten bucks for a ticket sometimes. No, I, I think imagine. even cheaper. Yeah, because it, it you can get tickets for ten bucks now. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like now, it's like ten bucks. Imagine back then. Oh the yeah, theater in my hometown was five, and that yeah, was a couple you of years still, ago. Like AMC does those Tuesday packages. You can see a movie for six bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's Steven Spielberg, who, for my money, is is the greatest director of all time. Um, but that that movie, I don't know if I've ever seen it from beginning to end because it scared me as a kid. Hmm. He scared me. Now, e. now, why is he one of your favorite directors? Is it because of that movie, or did he have movies before then? So that would have grabbed lifetime, your attention. He's done some of the biggest major movies. If he didn't direct them, he he probably was an executive producer. But he did Jurassic Park. He did Indiana Jones. He did Poltergeist, which is lesser known but still a big deal. And those are classics. Yeah. I mean, some of the greatest movies of my lifetime, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think Raiders of the Lost Ark was 89. So, yeah, that's in my lifetime. So just I mean, Indiana Jones is a classic, and Mm -hmm. it's a big deal. And I believe Spielberg was a executive producer or some kind of producer on Back to the Future, which is huge for me. I love Back to the Future. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, can't remember it, but yeah, I've seen it. 
All right, number 19. This one surprised the hell out of me, too. Shrek 2 in 04. I did not care Ugh. for the Shrek movies. What? Maybe the first one. The first one was really good because it was completely different. Yeah, you got to think. A lot of these second movies, like the Hunger Games, the second one, whatever that's called, people went to watch it because the first one was so good. So I would expect right. to see the first one on this list higher up than the second one. So if yeah, they don't pop up, then... Sequels are rarely better than the originals. Oh, yeah. But... Um, some people sometimes people get suckered into it. Yeah. That's like, what I was saying. Yeah, or you know, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And some people, I mean, I don't know if I've ever gone to see a sequel without having seen the original. Endgame. Well, I saw Infinity War though. That's not really the original. What anyway. What would be the original in that? In those twenty two movies, like. Iron Man, because I've seen that. Is it the first one of each character? So like Maybe. Iron Man and Thor, and I did see the. You It'd probably be the Avengers y- movies, just Avengers one, just all the way up, and probably Civil War. Okay. Anyway, I forget that Civil War is part of that because I know nothing about Civil War, and I honestly, as I'm sitting through Endgame, like maybe I should go back through. You would and watch have enjoyed it a lot more, just as a movie in general. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shrek did $441 million. Oh, I was going to say, Avatar is coming out with another one. I don't know when it's supposed to come out. Yeah. But that was like, that's the movie that you compare box openings to. Yes. And okay. like, now it's in-game, right? We will get to that. Okay, go ahead. Um, number 18, Dark Knight Rises, 2012, $448 million. I was a fan of the, the Dark Knight. I'm surprised it's low. That low. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight Rises was to me a bit of a letdown compared to Dark Knight, but it was still, you know, the third Christopher Nolan Batman, Christian Bale. I didn't care for Bane. I, I like Bane as a character. I didn't think Tom Hardy's Bane was that good. What I did like about him is that in the comics, you know, he has that venom, mm-hmm. but he's just a badass mercenary in Dark Knight Rises. And that fight where he just he just messes him up, you know, cracks his, his cowl, he just and Tom Hardy, man, he put on some weight. I can't believe you remember this. I, I mean, I've seen <laughs> these movies, but I couldn't tell you, man. He cracked his cow. He really oh, yeah. did some damage to him. That's, that's my useless useless talent that I call it. <laughs> Number seventeen, Avengers: Age of Ultron, two thousand fifteen, four hundred and fifty nine million. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that one's uh. Not much to say about that. Of course, it's an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Here's one that surprised me with its spot, and because I mean, it surprises me and it doesn't. Number sixteen, Star Wars from seventy-seven, four hundred and sixty million in seventy-seven. Which one was that? The original, A New Hope. Hmm. Well, I can't think of because I wasn't even born. Thought None of, of us being were. born, yeah. yeah. So like, um. Any of the hype for it, I have no idea what the marketing was like. What that's people the thing even in '77. What is hype like compared to today? Because there's no internet, there's yeah. no social media. It's literally posters. Uh, they did. I mean, what did they do? Uh, toys, you know. Com- TV commercials during, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. I'm I'm guessing, but it would be interesting to kind of if you could go back in time just see what that's like. And even after the movie came out, because it just takes pop culture by storm mm-hmm. you know number interesting that that's number 16 number 15 star wars episode one the phantom menace 
474 million. That makes sense because the trilogy came out, and then everybody's really hyped to go and see the, the prequels. Next, yeah, the, well, the newest Star the, Wars. Movie. The parents who saw Star Wars in theaters are taking their kids to see Phantom oh, Menace. Yeah. I think I was actually a kid that was taken to see one of those prequels. Well, it wouldn't have been Phantom Menace because that came out in 99. Okay, well, it was one of them. <laughs> you probably weren't going to the theater. I, no. I don't think you were going to the theater for any of them because they came out, what, Well, that was 99. Years, two and years, then two years. Two, 2001 and then 2004, I think. Might have been 2004. Actually, I remember three. Stormtroopers very vividly. You would have been five years old? Yeah. My dad definitely would have taken a five-year-old to go see that. You know, movie. I don't know how old I was for my first movie, and I don't remember what movie it was. I don't either. Yeah. That might be it for me. I just because it was so loud, yeah. so it was it yeah. was almost traumatic. Number fourteen, Finding Dory, four hundred eighty-six million. I never I never saw that one. I saw Finding Nemo in theaters, but I did not see Finding Dory. Finding Dory's fun. That was me. And my they did a really good job date. on that. This one really surprised me. Beauty and the Beast from 2017, the the live action, 504 million. Wow. I like that seen as that. well. I like that. Yeah. Now Alex is of the position that she does not like the live action Disney's cuz she thinks it sullies the 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 classic animated. Mm-hmm. And we keep trying to get her to come around like she won't watch beauty and the beast has she seen she's seen the live action one though right no she those are the, the live action ones she will not watch so she's not going to see lion king well we're we're working on her and we've kind of i think we've got her convinced to at least watch aladdin and we'll see if she likes aladdin she'll probably see lion king but i there was a trailer for aladdin in uh for endgame before endgame and i i will go see it and i i'll go see lion king anyway but I, I I haven't even seen the original Aladdin. <gasps> yeah, wow. Wow. No, really? Fully animated? No. Nope. That's my second favorite animated Disney movie. That's good, yeah. Because, I mean, crazy. Robin Williams as the genie is, is fantastic, and it's one of his best-known roles. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you should. Number 12, I love that this is on the list. Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. $532 million. I love Rogue One. Nothing to say. It was it was a good movie. So I got. Did you see it, Dylan? Yeah, I did. I'm trying to think of what I want to say. I it was almost like it was an extra piece in the puzzle. It was. It was. Uh, like is a it was it that w- gap. Yeah, a gap. it was a bridge. Yeah, and uh, it was just it was it was great. And that scene where Vader, the la- at the end of the movie where you see the red lightsaber go mm-hmm. up and he takes out all the rebels as they're getting the data or whatever into the ship right at the end was it rogue one took place before the first original before before a new hope it was like right up to the beginning of a new hope yeah it was good stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, i love this number 11 the dark knight 2008 535 million i actually just watched that i think last month i watched it last year and again yeah it's uh I saw it at least twice and maybe three times in the theater. And The Dark Knight was the first movie probably of my adult life where I remember it completely taking over pop culture. Everybody was talking about The Dark Knight. The Cold Water, like the, the day it released, the Cold Water Theater had lines at in the morning around the building. Like I had never seen anything like it. I'm sure it happened, but 
I've never experienced it as, uh, oh, hey, I'm going to go see a movie as an adult. It just took, it was it was the biggest thing ever. What do you think is one of the reasons? I Christian Bale did a really good job with Batman. It, Heath Ledger was probably the leading factor because he had already died. At, he died before the movie was released. Mm-hmm. And his performance was so good, I think it boosted it into this position of of just everybody had to see this movie. Like, even if you didn't like Batman, you probably saw this movie. It was very dark and it was it gritty. Was, yeah. And it was it was it was just a really good I mean, his performance aside, it was a really good movie. Could be wrong, but I think that might be the only movie I've seen Heath Ledger in. Unless you know some others. Um, well, a big one that people think of is A Knight's Tale. Nope. Uh, Never Ten heard Things of it. I Hate About You. Nope. Monster's Ball. Nope. That's the only thing I can think of offhand. I'm sure that sounded I, I, animated. I know there's more. Monster's Ball? Yeah. Monster's Ball. Have you ever heard about the <laughs> the notorious sex scene between Billy Bob Thornton and Halle Berry? Nope. Okay. You should look it up sometime. <laughs> oh, should, oh, should I? All right, number 10, The Incredibles 2, 2018, 608 million. That's a, that's another sequel that did big, which that came out like what? 13 year. I think the first Incredibles was 2005. Okay. That was another one where everyone who had seen the original one are now parents. Yes. Yes. Uh, number 9, I hate this one. Star Wars the Last Jedi, 620 million. I hated that one. We're just not even going to talk about that. Number eight, the first Avengers, six hundred and twenty-three. I could see it, because I mean, everybody who's ever read the comics gonna go, and yep. then they're gonna drag people. I dragged so many people to go with me to go see that. Well, plus it was kind of the the first, you uh, know, ensemble yes, of everyone. It, it was the culmination of the first round of of Marvel movies. And they get so. you because if you've seen one of those other movies, odds are it had some kind of tie yeah. to sure. the next the new uh, the Avengers movie. Oh yeah. Number seven, Jurassic World, six hundred fifty-two million. That's really good. Here's one. Now we're getting into the ones that you you would expect. Number six, Titanic, hmm. six hundred and fifty-nine million, and that was in ninety-seven. Number five, Infinity War, six hundred and seventy-eight million. Now again, this is domestic, not global. So mm-hmm. you're talking about just bankroll. Number four. Black Panther, seven hundred million. That was a really fun. Uh, it, if you were to ask me my favorite Marvel movie out of the whole set of what twenty two, twenty three, it would definitely be Black Panther. What I love Not about Guardians. that, oh, you oh, know what? I'm a liar. What Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Either one yeah. of those. <laughs> I'm a liar. What's interesting about Black Panther is it's not one of the Avengers movies. It's right. One it's of a the Marvel. Pre- it's, a, it's not a. It's not giving the character his his thing because he's already become the it's not his origin it's it's not an origin but it's his first movie yeah so they got a lot of crap for cgi too yeah it's i mean 700 million for not an avengers movie where you have all of the characters together that's Mm -hmm. that's really saying something number three end game as of right now and this was as of yesterday 723 million you said number three was end game yeah and that's domestic too i think it's globally it's probably first Pretty sure it's at two billion globally. Oh, over two billion. Okay, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I know it's a lot. Most of its money is definitely coming from overseas. Yes, right. Number two, Avatar, seven hundred and sixty million. 
If that's number two, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared what number one is. Any guesses on number one? Oh. Animated? Nope. Around what time did it come out? Um, within the last five years. Hmm. Major movies that came in, came out. I'll, I'll even give you, think of things that have been kind of rebooted. When I say it, you're going to be like, duh. Another hint. <laughs> Please. Um, there are three iterations over the last 50 years of these movies. I'm only 21. I'm not 50. <laughs> yeah, but you'll... When I say it, it's, I didn't do a very good job of, of hinting because I, I feel if I hint too much, it's going to give it away. But I'll just tell you. But it's huge. Like I feel like. Okay, go ahead. It's Star Wars The Force Awakens. God. Oh, man. Really? Yeah, it's $936 million domestically. Almost did a billion dollars domestically. It's crazy, though, that on the. I'd, I'd like to see that one on the global chart. Yeah. Because yeah. there's probably not even top five. Mm mm. Yeah, so people, people in North America love Star Wars. <laughs> they loved it, loved it. But yeah. I mean, what? Um, Force Awakens? No, not Force Awakens. Last Jedi was on there too, wasn't it? It was. It was down in the teens, I believe. So, it, or no, it was number nine. So where do you think this new one in December is going to sit? I think it just depends because I, I know, I'm. Star Wars is an interesting thing because. Even though I was pissed when I got out of The Last Jedi, because I'm like, this was crap. It's not going to stop me from seeing episode nine. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like what you were saying with uh, Marvel. Yeah. Just any Disney thing at all. I'll definitely go see it. I don't think I've seen a Star Wars movie twice, though. Like, I'll, I've seen, I saw I saw, Ro War I saw Rogue One twice. But I don't think I saw episode one, two, or three twice in theaters because I was still a kid. But uh, I didn't see Solo. There was no reason to see Solo twice. And I didn't see Force Awakens twice. I didn't love Force Awakens like a lot of the hardcore Star Wars people I did. I think it was it it gave a new perspective on it. I mean, it, it was... Some, it was uh, lost what I was going to say. That's okay. It uh, To me, I don't like the new generation of, of characters. They're just not that interesting to me. With Rey and Finn and the pilot. I don't even know his name. I just... I don't care. And and Adam Driver, what's his name? The bad guy? Kylo Ren. Ren. Oh, Kylo yes. Ren. He is incredibly uninteresting to me. Really? He just acts like a big whiner. You yeah, know, I could see that. He's from Indiana. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a vet, too. He's doing a uh, he's doing a Broadway play right now. He's really good in it, apparently. Mm -hmm. So those are the top 25 domestic, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was one other thing to get to, and speaking of Star Wars, um, we'll run through these few things, and then we'll get Josh up here, and we'll call it a show. So I found this article from Screen Rant about 10 things that uh, kind of split people, star major Star Wars fans, like everybody has an opinion on, um, and uh, I thought we'd go over these because we've all seen Star Wars. Number 10 is Ewoks. A lot of people don't like Ewoks. And Dalen, you had started talking about something from How I Met Your Mother about Ewoks, so go ahead. Well, there's a, a point in an episode where Barney is explaining it to somebody, and um, he says that people who were, I forget the, the dates that they were born, but 
basically if you if you were a little kid when they came out they reminded you of teddy bears but if you were older as you watched it they were just kind of i don't know if it was annoying or whatever but if you don't like ewoks odds are you were born quite a bit before the movies came out sure that makes sense uh, I I never cared for them. I didn't really care one way or the other. They didn't annoy me, but I didn't. Mm. They were just kind of throwaway characters for, you know, half of one of the movies. It didn't quite dawn on me until I've seen it happen in other movies. But it seemed like something they might have used to just get toys sold. That's that kind of thing. very possible. Which sucks to hear about a childhood movie. Yeah. But like, well, they just put something That's in there. It's all to, marketing. Right. How would you feel about them if in this next coming movie, Star Wars movie, or in any of the spinoffs that they bring out? They bring in almost fully animated Ewoks. Would you feel better about it? Because they were you. Yeah, those were I actors. No, I. They were. What I liked, what I did like about the Force Awakens is they went back to a lot of practical effects, meaning they built stuff. Mm-hmm. And with Episode One, Two, and Three, it was, it was a ton of CGI. Mm-hmm. I think this that takes away from a little bit. Um, so. At the same time, though, they can do some crazy good. Like, sometimes you can't tell the difference. Samuel L. Jackson in Captain Marvel. We, we got out to the car, me and my girlfriend, and I asked her, how old do you think Samuel L. Jackson is? And I think she said, like, 30s or 40s because he just looks so good in that movie, yeah. and it was all CGI. It was really, really? good. Yep. So in, in Rogue One, that uh, I believe his name is Governor Tarkin. The old guy, I know you're talking about, yeah. he mm-hmm. was completely CGI for Rogue One, and you would never know mm-hmm. if you didn't know that he was in, you know, forty years ago. But so it, it would probably be fine, you know. It you did. feel better about it? Would I feel better about it? Yeah. Anytime they they choose practical over CGI, I think is good, and I I appreciate that. I was just asking because I didn't mind the Ewoks in. What was it? Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. I I thought they were nice. Yeah. But if they added animated ones, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, what did I do here? I lost my article. Here we go. All right. The next thing is, I mentioned this to you guys earlier. Chewie didn't deserve a medal. Or didn't didn't, deserve one? uh, Some people think he doesn't, or they're, they're wondering why he didn't deserve one. So Chewie, at the end of A New Hope, Leia is giving Han and Luke a medal for a... basically helping destroy the Death Star. And Chewie, he's walking behind them as they go up to receive the medals. And as they turn around, he's hollering, and he's got no medal. And people are like, well, why, why didn't he get a medal? And uh, George Lucas explained it kind of, I think, kind of a throw-in as Wookiees just don't care about that kind of thing, don't care to get medals. That sounds like something to just keep people shut up. Exactly. Maybe. Just a, just a, he just made it up on the fly, you know? Well, I mean, there's a lot that I don't know about Star Wars that, like, one of my friends is really into it, and he can tell you anything you want to know about it. Sure. But, I mean, maybe there's just, like, a a culture about it that I don't know anything of. I mean, um, it could have been just the throwaway thing, too. Yeah. Chewie deserves a medal. Chewie was flying the Millennium Falcon as Han shot the TIE fighter that kind of hit Vader's TIE fighter and made him fly out into the atmosphere. Just for context. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you remember that because <laughs> I don't. Do you actually remember that or did you look it up? No, I remember that. Oh, my wow. Gosh. <laughs> I've seen that movie a couple of times and oh, my. Well, think about it. If the Millennium Falcon's coming in and Han's shooting, who's going to be flying it? 
kind of the process of elimination. Where was uh, Han's friend? I don't know his name. Lando. Lando. Lando was not. That was New Hope. Lando didn't come in until Empire. Shows you how much I know. There you go. On Bespin. On Bespin. Very the good. The Cloud Jeez. City. That's right. Uh, parsecs. Now, the thing about parsecs is that Han says in A New Hope, it did the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. But apparently parsecs is a unit of uh, distance, not time. And now I, what I didn't know, because I've only seen it once, is that in Solo, they kind of address this, and he, the way he says it is he took a shortcut. So he said, I did, it did the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs, because the Kessel Run actually takes 18 parsecs. So he took a shortcut because everybody knows Kessel Run takes 18 parsecs. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that's really interesting. And it took them 40 years to correct that, you know? Are you guys following me? I am. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I honestly, before you just explained it, because they, they said it in the movie, correct? Yeah. I did not follow along right then. I would have thought that parsecs was a measurement well, of time. The way he says it, it sounds like time. Do you remember? Did you guys watch when Family Guy did the spoofs of all the Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, I liked him. So he, he that comes up, and Luke, who Chris is playing, Luke says, "Isn't parsecs a distance uh, or a, a unit of of distance measure of distance?" And I don't remember the end of well, the joke there, but so you don't remember it. I don't. <laughs> oh. Surprisingly enough. All right, so. It was kind of crazy, but it, it makes so much sense when they say it out, when they yeah. correct it. So easy to correct. So this is a big deal. So around when uh, the first three episodes were coming out, they remastered the original trilogy. And at the end of Jedi, when the ghosts are popping up of Yoda and Anakin and Obi-Wan, they replaced the actor who was in the Vader suit with Hayden Christensen, who played young Anakin. Yep. And people lost their minds. Why? Because nobody liked Hayden Christensen. Now, apparently, you guys... No one liked the I, those original three, not the original three, but the prequels anyway. That's what I've heard. Really. I mean, if, no, they really don't. Especially, oh, well, the Phantom Menace, I think, takes a lot of the heat. The, the bright part of Phantom Menace to me is Darth Maul. I think he's a badass, and mm-hmm. they wasted him. Episode 2, Hayden Christensen is unbearable. He is he is such a whiner. It's it, To me, it's it's close to being unwatchable now. I mean, he was a teenager. He was. He portrayed a teenager. He did. And now Episode 3 is decent. What I, What's best about Episode 3 to me is you... Is you see how Anakin becomes the turnaround? Yes, you see him become Darth Vader. That part I think was was cool, but uh, I mean, there's not much to say about this. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just the only way to see the original actor that played Vader is to have the VHS. I think because mm-hmm. I believe all DVD even versions of this now have Hayden Christensen. Man, that kind of sucks. I've probably only seen it with Hayden Christensen. Probably um, my mean, my dad had the original at when it came out on VHS Star Wars trilogy, and it's it's the the first actor. I can picture it, and I I can see why that would be a letdown. Yeah, 
It's just and it, people <laughs> cursed George Lucas up and down for that. Uh, <laughs> this is interesting. Stormtroopers aim. Hmm. So it's no secret that they can't hit anything. But what's interesting about that is that the origins of stormtroopers is that they were cloned from Django Fett. Mm-hmm. Who's like the best Who's a, a badass. And then not only that, but they are trained for years. So you think that they should be able to hit something. Well, they're, they're kind of disposable. And if you have an entire army of disposable yes. characters, I mean, it's just a plot device. They hit, who did they hit? Um, they did hit Leia, Leia? And Jedi in the arm. Right, and that's like one of the few times they actually hit somebody, uh-huh. and it was just for a plot device to have more suspense. Yes. Now, what... I, I thought the clones were only from the Clone Wars, so the prequels. I thought everything after that, like the sto- the actual stormtroopers yeah. with Darth Vader and everything, yeah. I thought those were volunteers or people that were drafted in. Because oh, yeah. you see that's them, a good point. You see them trying to get people for the Empire. Come mm-hmm. join the Empire. That's a good point. I don't... I always assumed after I saw episode... Um, I'm sorry about that. I always assumed after I saw episode two that stormtroopers were that's that was like the origin of stormtroopers. But maybe you're right. Maybe they act like like a a force uh, like a draft. Like, like it is a military will, service. You will serve in the empire as a as a as a as a soldier. I know for sure in the Clone Wars and those prequels, or at least the the second and the third one, they, they were clones. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the originals had. That makes sense. But, but in even, the Clone Wars, they had. From what I saw, at least, it wasn't like a, a joke or anything because we, we were on their side, you yeah. know, and we saw that they had pretty good aim. They hit whatever they shot at. Yeah, yeah. So, but it is an, a running joke that they just never could hit mm-hmm. anything. Oh, where am I? Oh. Have you ever looked at the best way to watch the movies? Oh. Like the, the, the viewing order. I'd probably want to see them in the way they came out, just because if I if I watch, maybe it's just me or my generation, but I can't watch something that has decent effects and right. then go and back go and watch. Yeah, no sure. matter how good the movie is, like I can I can obviously appreciate all the first three, but if I see, um, say what was it, A New Hope, the one or no, A Rogue New Hope one. was the Rogue One between them, mm-hmm. and that has really good effects. Yeah, and then if I go to see the kind of crappy effects of the uh a new hope right and then it's just kind of kind of i don't know it takes me out of the movie so this is a very interesting topic because let's say you guys have kids you want to show them the star wars movies if you show them in order from episode one to episode nine the whole luke i am your father meaningless Mm -hmm. you know that just goes like i saw a video on facebook about uh this dad was showing his kids the Star Wars trilogy, and he was showing them that part, and he had the camera on their faces when it's, no, I am your father, and they're just like, oh my god, because they were young kids, but I'm just like, yeah, if you watch them in order, you don't have that huge revelation, that surprise of, holy crap, I didn't see that coming, mm-hmm. but at, at the same time, I'm thinking, if I was showing my kids, maybe I would want to go from start to finish, Maybe what have you ever seen it from start to finish? I think so. Because I've never. I've at I've least never seen episode down. one to episode six. Okay. But at, then we even talked about this on the show after Rogue One. Where do you put Rogue One? You have to put Rogue One mm-hmm. right in the middle. 
if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it in the timeline, you have in the to timeline. Do it. Yeah. And where do you put Solo then? You probably put Solo before before Rogue, Rogue One. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's two movies that came out within the past couple years that you and stick. then it's like movies that came out in 1977 something yeah. and then you go back again i'd probably just do it in the order they came out because that's the order they were they were made to be watched in sure. i feel like now that i have looked this up there is a ridiculous mixed up way to watch them do they add like the clone wars in and they add like all kinds of stuff i don't even remember there there's actually people have written it up if you if there's certain parts of characters you care about, there's different orders for each one, hmm. which blows my mind. And I don't even remember why we looked it up. I think we actually had it as a topic of the best way to watch it or best order. And it's just, it, it was too much for, for my brain. So I'm like, that's getting It's probably easier crazy. to figure out the timeline just watching it as they were made than it is yes. to find that. Indeed. Okay. All righty. Got a couple more here. Yeah. Well, I don't know why this is one, but which one is the best? Now, let's take out the side stories, so Rogue One and um, Solo. Slow. And let's even skip Force Awakens and 8. Which one is the best? I couldn't answer it. So I think as a kid, I always watched Return of the Jedi. When I was like, I want to watch Star Wars. Which one do I want to watch? Now, again, I only had three to pick from. Right. But I would always choose um, Return of the Jedi. And if people people who were really into it say, no, Empire is the best. I'm like, I always kind of picked Empire last out of the three. I did really like Empire, though, because I don't know if that was Yoda's first appearance. It was. But that was, yep. that was really good. But I come from having known basically everything about star wars and then watching the movies like knowing what happens and then watching them so none of it was new to me besides just actually seeing it yeah what's your you can't pick i couldn't pick a best just because i i feel like that's one of those that i feel like it's one of the sets of movies that you you sit down and you enjoy for the experience sure so back on that last question i would watch it in order from the prequels and then, however, it timeline wise, how it filled in. So you're going one, one to nine, basically. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't pick this. Pick a best. There, to me, there's just no favorite. Oh, there's, there's parts I love in all of them, but mm. to pick one now, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if I could pick one, even though I've said, Rogue One. I think is the best, but it's just different from the main main line. But is know? it good because of what you've known from the previous ones? Like that couldn't exist by itself. True. Which is another like in game kind of thing we were talking yeah. about. You're right. It would make no sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. So let's go. We got a couple more. I'm gonna skip that one because. Huh. We've we've touched on this, but the prequel tr- trilogy. Um, I'm glad I was a kid when these came out, because if I was an adult, I'd been I'd been pretty that's upset. A, that's a waste of a. It's a waste like of a, a, a budget. movie ticket. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's they they had something everybody loved, and they made it worse. But I was too young to know it. You know. <laughs> I never really thought of it until you said it earlier. But they wasted 
Darth Maul. Oh. They could have done so yeah. much with him. And they, I mean, honestly, they still could have because that movie came out in what? Seven, seven. So 20, 18, or 20 years ago. 20 years, 20 years ago. ago this year. And they never thought of making a spinoff or anything. Now, they did They did bring him back for the animated one that's on oh, Disney, I think. Yeah, some. Clone Wars. But, you know, that's a very if you're niche not, If you're not nine years audience. old, then why, exactly. why are you watching it? They He has, like, robot legs because he was cut in, half. cut in half. But, yeah, it just, you, you. You could have done a lot, and and again, just just that whole prequel twi- trilogy. It's just, I don't know. That's when George Lucas was still at the reins, and he he should have hired some really good directors and and done something really different. What do you feel about? How do you feel about Jar Jar Binks? I was just getting ready to ask that. Oh, he, <coughs> he's annoying. Everybody knows he's annoying. Yeah, and oh, you know. Over time, it's like he gets to the point where just like get off the screen, mm-hmm. you know. What do you think, Dylan? I liked him. I think he was different than everyone else. Well, that's for I sure. mean, he definitely had a personality of his own. It, every I, I think everything else was just monotone. Yeah. Compared to how flamboyant he was, yeah, absolutely. Which I, might have been a reason why people didn't like it because it was boring. Yeah, I've always wanted to read. There's some fan theory that he's a Sith Lord. But I've oh never my read God, it. I've seen that, yeah. But uh, that is putting some thought into He's it. He's in a cape. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, and then there, I'm not surprised this is number one. The who shot first scenario between Greedo and Han Solo. I didn't know much about that for the longest times, but I've seen the longest time. I've seen so many memes about it, and I think I finally looked it up, and it was just like, was it like a remake or okay, it was so in... the when he when he put out the remasters mm-hmm. in the original which I've watched it's the first way I've seen it Greedo never fires and Han just shoots him out of the table just just all out murders him mm-hmm. but in the remaster Greedo does shoot and you see Han go like this like his neck breaks yes it's it's awful terrible it is it is garbage, and so anybody of my age or older who watched them before that crap knows that boom, he just shoots him. And so why would they falls forward? Why would they do that? I don't know. And that's in the I remastered, had, right? That you're yes. Saying, so if they, I had read this, I might have found out more, but I I didn't. So shame on me. But yeah, there there's no argument here maybe to make han solo less of a cold-blooded killer maybe but who cares you know it's han solo so uh, i gotta get josh up here so those are interesting things that uh, i found and i guess i've never really thought about too much or at least in this this depth of conversation as far as star wars and avengers goes yeah we never i mean i know we've at least at work or the time that we've talked about stuff we've never talked about star wars so i've never you know, it's it's interesting to see what you guys think because you, like I said, are, are much younger than me. Josh just walked in. He's going to make some announcements, and he has on new shoes. <laughs> These aren't new. <laughs> no, they look new. Uh, I've had them for a couple of weeks. What's up, guys? I uh, hope you guys had a great show. Um, what did you guys talk about? Uh, oh, you didn't hear <laughs> You what won't happened? hear it now because uh, yeah. you're here. I am here. I mean, you're you're not going to hear it from listening. I saw <laughs> in, I saw end the game yesterday. What? Yeah. Right. Would you asshole? <laughs> you didn't tell him. God dang, dude! No, I invited I, you. I saved it. So I I 
I said this when we said it. I only I didn't see it because I wanted to. The power was out. Oh, you had no time. Like you had all, you had the, time all the time in the world. In the world yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, but before you say, it, I liked it. That's, see, like Infinity War. I, I looked at a uh, IGN did like a top twenty two yeah. of all the Marvel movies. Infinity War was on like towards the bottom, like top three of the worst. Really? Yes. Was that because you had to watch all the other ones yes. before? Yes. I yes. Uh, <laughs> well, that makes total sense. Cause you I, hated Infinity I War. I hate it, but <laughs> it was impossible to follow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well. For me. It, I, I get it. As I get it. as you said, because I hadn't seen so many. You guys saw it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Did hey. you guys talk about it at all on oh, the yeah. show? Well, yeah. we without tried spoilers. to without spoilers. It's been oh, out for God. how long? Well, Spider-Man trailer's already out. Spoilers are... Yeah. They're going to happen. He warns before you watch it. Spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I got a couple announcements. Uh, first of all, um, Alex's Twitch. I got to plug that real quick. It is uh, twitch.tv slash Q underscore kitty. That's K-U-T-E underscore K-I-T-T-I. Uh, she's been streaming uh, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday at 8 p.m. And then on uh, Sunday, 2 p.m. So, yeah, make sure you check her out. Uh, give her a like. Give her a follow. Uh, subscribe to her as well. Um, we've been playing Halo. Master Chief Collection, Brett. We played. Uh, what we played? State, State of Decay, Decay two, yeah. and we played late. <laughs> yeah, we did. we did. That is such an open world game, and it's so fun. Um, I might have to try to get some clips out of that eventually. Maybe we do like a, a compilation of, of playing uh, State of Decay two. Um, her YouTube video just got released just uh, two days ago, so we uh, played some Halo with our friend Patrick and our uh, good friend Quentin as well. There's a uh, a bunch of uh, game matches on there, so you guys should check that out. Uh, just search her cute. Uh, cute kitty on YouTube as well um, on YouTube. So the other thing I want to talk about is uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, the, you guys Game of Thrones fans? A little Never bit. Seen. I haven't seen the newest season. You haven't seen the newest season? Uh, well, no, oh, man. You can well, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm not I talking a, about I've seen I so many spoilers. Question. So you posted the other day that are Game of Thrones fans like getting a lot of hate? Dude, <laughs> it's split. It's so split on the internet now. People are hating on this season just because they feel like so all the plots are rushed. Game of Game of Thrones fans are hating this season. Not all of them. It's it's half. So yeah. you're so, uh, I get yeah what yeah saying. half of the half of the fans are split. It's it's every single episode that comes out, I immediately get on Twitter and I get on Nine Gag. I get on all of these different uh, social media platforms just to see what people are saying. And oh my god. There's like, only two episodes left, right? One. One episode. <laughs> one episode left of a series that's been going on for nine years. Are you saying? Are you thinking it feels rushed? No. <laughs> a <lot laughs> because of people do think that. A lot of people do. I don't know if those are people that have watched the show a second time. Alex and I are watching it through a second time. We're already on season three. Jeez, I, I couldn't do that. It's, it's not as difficult as you think, actually. The really? binging, everything happens a lot faster than you think. How like, many seasons? Uh, well, there's eight seasons of Game of Thrones, and then how many episodes roughly in each season? Uh, one through seven, one through six had uh, ten, and then seven had eight. I believe it was eight, and this season's only six. So they're they on long, hour long. Though? Oh, they're they're really really long. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what what I posted on our Twitter <laughs> was fanboys freaking out about how much Game of Thrones episode three is terrible and season eight is terrible and the book was better and 
of course, the book series isn't done, so the source material isn't there. Right. So you got to give the writers a little bit of slack, but that's not what I'm talking about here. <laughs> uh, on Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be doing a right. Game of Thrones aftercast, which will do the series recap. We'll talk about the books a little bit uh, to the best of our knowledge. Uh, we'll talk about the characters of Westeros, um, whether or not we are happy with their outcomes. Um, you know, just join us uh, uh, live. We'll be on YouTube for our aftercast. So make sure you join us. It'll be me and Alex and our friend Rob. We're not sure if we're going to try to pull in a fourth guest on this, but we will be talking spoilers. <laughs> so it'll be a full spoiler chat on the series recap of Game of Thrones uh, at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, uh, yeah, you want me to do the plugs there, Brett? Might for as well, you? Yeah. yeah, since I'm here. Um, so, uh, if you are listening to us or watching us, we want to thank you so much for joining us. We are on 15 different audio podcast apps, and our most notable places are Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Radio Public, uh, to name a few. On those apps, you will find our back catalog of now 160 episodes of PTO or over, because uh, we also have our aftercast on there. Uh, we are not live on YouTube tonight, but if you are going to watch us, Make sure that you join us every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when we do our live show uh, here on the PTO Unlimited podcast. And we thank you for everything that you guys do for us on this podcast, the likes, the shares, the follows. If you didn't show that you liked us, we wouldn't keep doing it. So thank you very much for doing that. If you want to follow us on our social media, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash PTO Unlimited. Instagram is PTO Unlimited underscore podcast. And we're on Twitter, which is at PTO Unlimited. You can catch us live on those apps at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday for our precast meeting. What the precast meeting is, is we talk about what we're going to talk about before we talk about it. And you can sit down and give us uh, topics to uh, to talk about and uh, see what you want our opinions on. So make sure you join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Lemke619. Brett underscore wings. And Alex is cute underscore kitty. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dylan and Dalen, do you have any final words? Anything you want to add? Anything? Was it weird being on on a, on a podcast? So weird. So weird? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say my f the first episode first few were not good for us <laughs> yeah uh, we didn't I'm, get it i've actually i need i was planning to go listen to like our first few but i think you have to get them on soundcloud because i don't think itunes goes back that far now really yeah we have too much yeah wow oh my gosh so, so yeah how long have you guys been fans of the show since you met since they know known me pretty yeah much. yeah right on so, right on yeah yeah that's um cool. on a final note on my way here i was driving and this car was coming at me. There was a dog's head out the moonroof. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Dog's head out the moonroof? Yeah. Did you remember that photo we took of our friend in, in Chicago where he was flying outside the moonroof yes. as well? Oh, my gosh. Was that, who was that? Our, uh, I think his name was Lucas. Yeah, our friend Lucas. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, my gosh, dude. I, I remember doing those crazy party days, you know, do, sure. but nothing like that. That was, that was funny, but... I think we're going to wrap it up. Guys, thanks for sitting in and making this show. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been on the air tonight. Thank so. you for letting us come on. Yeah, was, our, our fans fun. don't even know we're having a show tonight. <laughs> we didn't post oh, we didn't anything. post anything, did nope. we? Nope. <laughs> Hope they're not sitting and <laughs> waiting. <laughs> we told them there was, no, there was no precast, at least. So That's right. So we will get out of here. Y'all have a, a good week, and we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.